0: All right, I've been looking forward to this day, I sure have, and I want to do a teaching. You know, when a preacher says, I'm doing a short teaching, you, you get all excited, and then, you know, half the, more than half the time, you know, most of the time they don't deliver on the short, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to do a teaching, and, uh, and then uh, we're going to uh, release our young people in, in the of Patches ceremony to go in the fellowship hall, they'll have some time in there while we get set up, and etc. cetera. Okay. Um, and in a little announcement first, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this this community prayer gathering this Thursday. We've been doing almost every month over the year. We're going to spread that out probably every quarter, every two, three, four months this coming year. But the the last year on the National Day of Prayer, praying for our officers, and they have leadership. You know, chief is standing there praying for churches and pastors praying for ministries, uh, uh, ministering to addictions. I mean, just being together. There's about 67, almost 70 people there last year. There was an anointing outside on the courthouse steps last year. And, uh, and God likes it when the body of Christ comes together. So we're, we believe it's going to be twice that many this year. We'll be down at the, the pavilion uh, down there, the Stargazer Plaza. And, uh, and I'm going to you know, just ask you to pray about coming and being a part of that. And uh, God is, is increasing prayer in his and building an army of prayer in Shelby County and beyond. So this is our last of several sessions on the rite of passage. And um, I'm going to do a, a couple of new th- scriptures, but reveal a little bit and, and uh, some things that we did on Wednesday night that relate to uh, what we're doing right now. And, um, and so here we go. 1 Timothy 4.12, there's this scripture that Paul says to his uh, young, um, young minister, Timothy. And he says, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. So that phrase, do not someone let someone despise your youth, another version might say, look down on your youth, your youthfulness. And even now, you have the ability, by the grace of God, to be an example to us. Even, even to me, and I've been in the ministry a long time. And it's important as an intergenerational church that wants our generations to connect, that the older generations, like me, and you, in your teens, and your twenties, that we learned from you, that we listened, we let you, us people, and we can't do that without you. We don't want to do it just our way, like we've always done it. We we want to do it differently because we know we need to reach a different generation. And so there there is this. Um, a transition that happens to you. And it's just a typical American teen, American teen with your typical immaturities and selfishness and being absorbed with yourself. No, listen, God has given you now in this change that you've gone through, an ability to, to mature and grow at a much greater pace. You've got all the goods. You're ready for it. And one thing that I ask myself as a man, and and, and I've asked uh, this question, so what are the difference? What, what are we going to train our young people to say, well, this is, to, this is how you be more of an adult. These are the characteristics that you want. And it's really I want you to get you in tune with how God created you. And he says in Genesis 1 that from the image of God, he created them male and female. So in both male and female, he, ge- he gives us his image. And I'll talk about the feminine heart for a little bit, and then the masculine heart. So what's different is that one of the things is that a a young woman has a feminine heart that she will shine her heart, let her heart shine. And it's the beauty of the Lord. There's an inner beauty, there's an outer beauty, it's given by God. Men don't have it like this, they have a different kind of beauty, it's more handsome, it's more strength, and, and so, so we have this thing where we're you are going to use your beauty purposely to serve and bless others. The, the love of God, the uniqueness, the, the brilliance that you have, the, the, um, the heart of caring and sensitivity, There's you shine the image of God like we can't uh, as men. Another aspect of this is that you have a devotion to go ahead and live the adventure that God has for you. That you're, you're, you don't like boredom like the rest of us. And so you're saying, God, I, what is my purpose? What is the direction for my life right now? Because I want to be challenged. I want to grow. I want to live this adventure. And that is not, you know, a a child does it in their imagination. And they have an adventure, uh, you know, in, and they create adventures in their uh, games that they play. But this is real life. This is you stepping and pursuing the adventure God has for you. And then uh, my third uh, point here for a feminine feminine heart is that you find strength. That this is a godly strength. You're not impressed with a strength of the world, of some kind of macho, boasting ego thing. But you look for godly strength, and you want it in your life. You want to partner with it. You want to serve with it. You want to go out and lead uh, your life with strength. And with that, you'll have a sense of of what is pure strength, what is purity in the Lord. And this will protect you as you pursue and, and, and you look for who God might have you to marry someday. Let's talk about the masculine heart for a minute. It's different, it's unique, but it's we're all humans, there's a lot of simil- similarities. But I start with, for you young men, to be the warrior. Go ahead and step in that role of be a warrior. As a boy, you... I uh, played games as lightsabers and swords, and and battles, and and superhero capes uh, to defeat the evil and rescue uh, the the little lady who is stranded by the villain. You know, make it real and be the hero. Find ways to use your strength to bless. You know, uh, I've been told, and I've looked and, and noticed, and kind of looked at uh, some biological issues that a male's muscle density is. Thicker, it's a heavier density than a female's muscle density. So even though it might be the same size muscle in the arm, the it's created differently, and there is a, a a greater density. So it has the ability and the capacity to be stronger. We're seeing that in the whole women's sports right now, and and the uh, the whole uproar. It's like what is uh, the transgender? You know. Uh, You know, males to females, swimming and competing collegiate, and it's not right, it's not fair. Everybody knows that it's common sense because our bones and our our muscles are created differently. But this is important, young men, that yes, you have a warrior's heart and you step who who how, God, can I use my gifts, my abilities to fight for someone? And and you do that not to be Braggadocious, not to be, you know, in the limelight, not to, uh, you know, show off, but you're doing this as a servant to help and serve others. Jesus was a, a warrior for us. We're just wanting to be like him, where he said, I will be the hero, I will sacrifice myself to the point of death to rescue us. And it's really His heart. You want to find the adventure. You don't want to get lost in your own selfish pursuits uh, just for pleasure. You're looking to be trained to grow and mature to find the adventures that God has for you. And then, number three, you want to find the beauty. And that beauty is in womanhood. It's in little children that we serve. It's in those that need help that we find the beauty, and we use our strength to protect them, pave a way for them, bless them, and help them. There is a uh, uh, this ceremony we are celebrating your adulthood, that there's been a change in you that God created, and so you have this new ability to grow in spiritual maturity like more than ever. A definition uh, that Chuck Stecker get, gives for, Maturity is, a uh, uh, spiritual maturity is the ability to discern good and evil, and the courage to act on that good. Because in the end, it's not what you say, but it's what you do. And we judge people uh, and by their fruits, by what they do, their attitudes, their actions. And so this is the time, young men and women, that you can grow in that maturity. You can discern what's right, what's good, what's best and you can act, and you can be involved, and not just sit back and wait for someone to tell you what to do. Go ahead, initiate it. We want to learn from you. We respect you. There's a scripture in the New Testament that says, let the older women teach the younger women. And what that's really referring to, both for masculine, uh, uh, the masculine heart and the feminine heart, that there are some things in this femininity that can really only be passed down from God who created it and from other women. And so it's right for a church, for a family, to have more than one generation. A family has several generations. And when you even get grandma and grandpa and uncles together, you have multiple generations and the little ones. And we're hoping to pass down this uh, uh, these special uh, strengths in the femininity and masculinity down to the younger generations. So, in our intergenerational church ministries, we want to include, in most of the men's events, most of the women's events, we want to include uh, young adults in them and make you feel uh, welcome and invited. And so, at the women's event on May 14th, and we're looking at it at the end of June for a men's event, you young men and women are invited to those to participate and be involved. Because we believe that the strength of of man, uh, manhood needs to be passed through men, and this beauty of womanhood needs to pass through the women to women. Now, if you ever think that I'm saying that women aren't strong, you need to know me and understand me a little bit better than that. Women are the strongest on the planet. They have an endurance that us men don't have. And God created you that way because He knew if men had to carry a baby for nine months... It'd be over, <laughs> much less the birth, doubly over. And you guys, the way you take care of so much in the, the home, the work, work and home, and all that you do for others and serve, you have a strength like none other. But there is a strength that's a masculine strength. There is a endurance and, and, and that expresses itself in incredible beauty through the women. It's a feminine heart, and that's why we want to open doors for that kind of, uh, a transfer of God's image through us. A little bit later, we're going to have this c- uh, ceremony and, and uh, we celebrate the young people. There's a table over here in the corner for the young people to sign a covenant of manhood or a covenant of womanhood. It has some scriptures and statements based on these aspects I just brought up, plus holiness and purity before God. I gave you that content on our Wednesday night meeting. Hopefully you read it. If you didn't, read something first before you sign it. Do you agree with that? And don't feel pressured to sign it. If you're going, I'm not sure if I understand it or like that. In fact, you can write your own covenant this with your parents at home and create something different. This is something you don't have to sign. It's available. and it, But only sign it if you read it and you like it and want to keep it. And we're going to keep it this week and and get some more signatures to support you In it, in that. The reason I say that because I don't want this to become a typical confirmation experience that I had when I was a kid, and learned from other, uh, you know, uh, young people they had similar experiences uh, growing up. It would became in many denominational churches, not all, but many, and and so forth. Confirmation. It was usually like sixth grade, and 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 I know at my church, my Presbyterian church, and. And, and though it's, it was kind of a church tradition, all it just didn't impact our lives that much. There was a big group, like 15 to 20, you know, 6th graders. And we met for like one Saturday for about a month. And they were teaching us things about the Bible and salvation and so forth. And then on the last uh, Saturday, we were kind of standing in a circle. And one of the elders, boy, he must have been old, like in his 50s or something. Really old guy, you know. And uh, uh, he said something like, well, now since you have gone through these classes and you are a believer and you can join the church now. Now, I was maybe different than some others in the room. I had, when I was seven, was drawn by the Spirit of God at a uh, Billy Graham movie and about Jesus. And I went down and told my mom I wanted to go down and I was drawn. And I did say a salvation prayer and so I feel like I had the grace where I did believe. And, and I could say, I can agree with that, but I know my friends over here from my class, and these guys are in my class, and they haven't changed a bit in the last uh, months or so, and they're, they're not, and haven't told me, or there's no in, indication. They want to serve God now, believe in God and follow. What, what are you doing? You're just kind of making everybody do the exact same thing and just put, putting us all in there, and we all had to do it, and now you're telling us that we're saved and we can be members of the church. This is not that. We are celebrating you, and we want to celebrate every young person. I mean, if there is a, a family that visited today, and they drove up, and they had a, 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 you know, a 7th through 12th grader, didn't even know them, didn't know if they were Christian or Satanist or whatever, we're going to celebrate you, because God created you. He created you in His image. And this is a time in your life where we say, we love you, God loves you, we just want to bless you, speak. The, uh, the encouragement of God over you, and we might not even know where they're coming from, but we can do that for a young person, because they need encouragement. The attacks that they're under today, amen? But this is a time for you in your heart to look carefully. Am I, am I Lord, you know, I want to step into I'm an adult now. You've created that, so I want to step into maturity. I want to walk faster in maturity. I want to be conscious. I wanna about it. I want to be intentional about it. This is my seasonal life to grow. I don't want to wait till I graduate from high school, away from till I graduate from college. No, now, run now in your adulthood. Just the last couple of scriptures relating and, and reminding us from uh, Wednesday night about Jesus, just a couple of things here. Jesus, this story is in the Bible for a reason. It's given to us because He's an example to us. And He's in Jerusalem, and He's 12, and they can't find Him for several days, maybe three to five days, and they finally find Him. And He says in verse 49, uh, Hey, Mom and Dad, uh, why did you seek Me? Did you not know that I must be about My Father's business? See, I have a priority. And they saw him uh, mingling, not just mingling, but sharing, talking, teaching among the adults. He had stepped into that maturity. And he was walking in it. And they were surprised. They didn't know, hey, look at this. He is an example for us in everything. He became a man, the Son of Man, and fully God to be an example that his life would be an example for us. But look how he grew beyond that. Verse 51 and 52 then, Jesus, uh, then he went down with them and went back home to Nazareth, and he was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in his heart. So he stayed on submission to him, to them. But listen to these three things. And Jesus increased in wisdom, stature, and in favor with God and men. So there's three things listed that even Jesus, during his teen years, needed to have this spiritual mature, this growing thing happening. I mean, how does Jesus, the Son of God, mature? Well, it's, it, he's... He was, fully, he was a typical 12-year-old. I mean, he was a 12-year-old. So now his mind with the new endorphins and things that he had and hormones, it was, he was different. And he grew in wisdom in his mind and understanding. He grew in stature physically and favor. And I don't know why it does, but it says favor with God, his Father, and men. And so they saw this. They watched him. He's growing. He's changing in favor with God and men. And that's what we are believing in your lives young men and women is characteristic of these this, this next decade not of confusion not of uh you know i have to wait i'm i'm people look down on my youth i can't contribute no listen this is a decade of you growing in wisdom stature and in favor with god and men let's pray father you know each young person and you know all that they are thinking about and going through today, this past week, this past month. Lord, we celebrate each one. We honor the work of adulthood that you're doing in them. May this be a day of encouragement for them. And Lord, we pray that that as, as they open their hearts to you, Lord God, that they'll just say yes to you in and, and any and all the ways that you are calling out to them, loving on them, drawing them to you, saying, I want you, I want you to walk with me, I want you to Step out in your gifts like like never before. I want to use your beauty. I want to use your warrior's heart. So Lord, we pray this day is a marked day for each one of our young people. In Jesus' name, amen.